Morning, Harvest Time. How are you? Just for one time, I got to try again. Welcome to Harvest Time. You guys got it. You know, Harvest Time is a place where lots of great people stop by on occasion. Today, we of course have 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 very important guests here today. Not guests, really. They're kind of new to us in this new capacity. But I want to welcome Pastor and Mrs. Holden today. Good to have you all in service today with us. Glad you made it today to Harvest Time. Glad you're here today. We're going to kick off today a brand new series. Yeah, they're up there, folks. Just look real fast. That's actually, that's not, that's not statues. That's actually Pastor and Mrs. Holden here today. Uh, today we'll kick off a brand new series called Advance. I believe that one of the things that God wants to do with your life is move it forward. You know, last week we gave across uh, this stage, Pastor handed the baton of ministry here from Harvest Time from him to me as senior pastor. But you know what happens in that time is when you receive a baton, you first secure it, you take it and you get a tight grip on it. But then you move forward with it. You advance it forward, recognizing the leg that's been ran in front of you. Today, God has a plan for your life to move your life forward and advance it from where it is to where it needs to be. God is all about advancement in your life today. As I think about this word, today I want to share with you some thoughts on how to advance your life forward. God has a specific plan in your life. One of the things the devil does for us, he likes to convince us to stay put. Everybody say, stay put. He wants you to believe that how you are is good enough, it's okay, yet God wants to move your life forward. As a church, we can only advance corporately at the same rate we advance individually. As a church, we only advance corporately. Everybody say corporately. At the same rate we advance individually. Everybody say individually. There's a connection. Why? Because the church is simply the sum of everybody here today. We are the church. What about your life today? What areas in your journey need to move forward? What places need to move from where they're at to where God desires that they be? Maybe your life today, when you think of these, you think about Areas coming short of God's plan. Maybe you know God's heart for you. Maybe you know that you're not quite getting it done. You see, that's an area that God wants to advance in your life. Often, however, though, we become so comfortable with our lack. We become comfortable with status quo. We become comfortable with average. I don't have a passion for average. I don't want an average family. I don't want an average church. I don't want an average marriage. I don't want an average walk with God. I don't want average finances. I have a passion to advance and to be all that God can help me and you to become. That's the purpose of advance. You see, as we go forward in life, we often become so comfortable in the rut that we're confused. Maybe you're saying today, Marty, how do I discover what area should advance? You know what? I've been this way my whole life. I've always been this way. Maybe today for your life you can think about places of conflict. Maybe places that always come back to a place of habitual conflict and say, you know what? This isn't God's plan. And that's the place that you can begin to advance. In your life today, is it your relationships? Is it your health? Is it your finance? Is it your career? Is it your marriage? Is it your spiritual walk? Be sure today that as I speak to you from my heart that you're thinking about not somebody else's life, but your life. What places need to advance? 
Go to Genesis chapter 12 today for our reading text. The life of a man named Abraham. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 says this, Now the Lord had said to Abram, watch these words close, Get out, get out. Or in Arkansas, yawn out of here. Get out of your country, from your family, watch this, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you... All the families of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 4. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Now think about this. Abram is living a decent life. He's in a familiar place. And then God comes in and God says the very first phrase, he says, get out. Everybody say, get out. Yeah. He says to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. This series is all about moving your life forward. We're all about taking you from where you are today and advancing your life toward God's goodness God's blessings, and God's favor. Today we serve a God that desires to bless your life, to share with you the goodness of God, to be a comfort and a peace to your journey. But God today wants to advance your life so that he can be part of your journey today. As you look at the life of Abraham, it shows us God's clear plan. God spoke clearly to Abraham about being a blessing. God had a plan to advance his life and to allow Abram to be a blessing. The key for Abraham, though, he had to make a choice. He had to choose whether or not he would allow God to have all of his life. You see, for us today, we have to choose. Are we prepared to allow God to have all of us? Genesis chapter 12, 2, we love that verse. It says, I'll make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. All of us would sign up for verse 2. Well, that sounds good, doesn't it? Greatness, blessing, everybody know who you are. What a place to be. The challenge isn't our desire for verse 2. The challenge is our battle with the commandment that preceded that. You see, all of us desire the blessing. But we often struggle with the commandment. However, in Scripture, you cannot separate the commandment from the promise. Everybody say the word commandment. Everybody say promise. They go together. The first thing God did wasn't say, Abram, I want to do all this for you. The first thing God said was, Abram, get out. And he began to give commandments about Abraham's life. You see, again, all of us hunger to be blessed but today we have to receive the commandment that precedes the blessing. I love this story. It intrigues me because God totally moved Abraham away from everything 
that we would initially think was our key to blessing. God said, Abraham, get out of your family, out of your country, out of your familiarity. Move with me and I'll take good care of your life. God moved Abraham and today I hope that God can move you. As you look at the story of Abraham, there's three specific ties that Abraham had to sever based on God's command. Tie number one, Abraham had to sever his country. We're talking here, of course, about his allegiances, his alliances, his familiarity, the territory, the place he identified himself with. At that point, he was known by where he lived. When I think about my life and your life today, what are we known by? Are we known by where we live or by who we follow? How today do we define ourselves? Secondly, Abraham had to sever his community. Of course, relationships, memories, often a huge hindrance to advancing in our life is the folks around us that keep us pulled back from our past. Sometimes you have to disconnect from a good friendship. Maybe for a season of change, you have to disconnect from a past memory for a season of blessing. But nonetheless, you have to make the choice to let some things go to advance your journey. Third today, as you look at the life of Abraham and all the commands given by God, Abraham had to disconnect from all of his connections. Abraham had to move away from his emotional ties, family expectations, maybe even the guilt of something in the past. But Abraham had to let some things go to advance forward in his life. As I think about this in summary, God was bringing Abraham to a place called a clean slate. A clean slate where Abraham would know God and God alone to move forward in his life. Today I wonder in this house, I wonder about your life. Today, do you need to be on a clean slate? I don't mean forgiven, although we are forgiven, but I mean a fresh start, a fresh concept, a fresh perception, a fresh reality to receive the blessing of God upon your life today. As I think about this today, I wonder who in the house today needs to start fresh and new with Jesus Christ and advance your life. Of course, God gave Abram a wonderful promise, but every promise has a command with it. Every promise has an expectation. You see, God said, Abraham, move out. In essence, go into exile. Move away from all that you've known. As I think about this issue of blessing, I'm reminded of a couple components of every blessing and the one that God gave Abraham today to look at. First of all, there are two parts of every blessing First, we see that God wanted to bless Abraham, what God would do for Abraham. God today wants to bless your life for you. Everybody say, for me. The first thing God said was, I will make you. God today wants to invest in your life. God wants to bless your life. God wants to move your life forward. He said to Abraham, he said, first, I will make you a great nation. This, of course, would compensate for the loss of his country, the loss of his land. And Abraham himself would be great. Secondly, he said, I will bless you. The place of his familiarity and his birth had brought all blessing to this point forward. But God said, Abraham, I will bless you. I will take care of you. You just trust me. And thirdly, Abraham was promised that God would make his name great. He would no longer be part of his father's house. 
but he will be the head of his own house, the head of his own people. God will bless his life. So first we see the fact that God wants to bless you. He wants to bless Abraham. But secondly, and most importantly, we see that God wants to do things through us. God wanted to bless Abraham, but God wanted to bless through Abraham as well. For your life today, anytime God blesses you, by the way, it's not just for you. Oh, but you said I should prosper. Yes, but it should be for others too. Everything God does to us, he does it to push something through us to bless other people. Every good and perfect gift come from above. But not just for me to harbor and to hold and to, and to be private and to go. Don't look over here. You ever seen somebody eating and the neighbor wanted a bite of it? And they start going like this. Maybe you've done that. You know, everything God does to bless you, he does so you can bless other people. But see, in our flesh nature, we go, God, this is perfect. Thanks for the fat check. I'll keep it. When you think about it, we're stewards. And God said to Abraham, I will bless you. And then he said, in you, everybody else will be blessed. You see, the plan of God is to bless your life first. But then God wants to use the blessing for you to bless other people in addition to your life. Why? Because God wants to bless everybody. So for me today, if God says, Marty, I will bless you. If you'll bless others, I'll say, God, bless me all you want. Because I promise you, whatever you do for me, I'll put it through me to somebody else. Because I want God to always say, I can trust that guy with a blessing in his life. You see, today, if you want to go forward, if you want to advance, you've got to recognize the sides of blessing. God does nothing just for me or just for you. He does it for everybody. Why? Because God so loved the world. Not just you, not just me. But today, God blesses you to bless others around you. As I think about the issue in Abraham's life, I'm reminded of a different story. The story of Adam. You see, Adam was confused. Adam failed. And Adam brought literally a curse to the earth through his failure. But Abraham brought blessing through his faithfulness. Today it's up to us how we respond to the blessings of God in our life. I think about the word of Abraham. I think about something that symbolizes his life. The word obedience to me is the word that defines for me the life of Abraham. He was an obedient person. Obedience is the beginning place of blessing in your life. Today let's talk specifically about the life of Abraham. He's founded as the father of all faith. He is called the father of our faith. When I was a kid in class in Sunday school, we sing a song called Father Abraham Had Many Sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. I won't sing, don't panic. <laughs> but I think about this guy, about his life, about the fact that he was obedient in his life. Today, real fast, I want to share with you three specific areas that Abraham had his faith tested in. And Abraham's obedience unto faith helped him in his life. Number one, Abraham had faith to risk. Abraham had faith to risk. 
In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, God said, get out. Get out. You know what that means in the Greek? Get out. In the Hebrew, get out. It means move. Go somewhere. Do something. Don't stay in the same place. Move your life. Abraham risked everything. This was back before the days of GPS and Sonic and QT. He was going out literally into a barren place in exile, leaving all he had known to pursue after the purpose and plan of God for his life. In Genesis 12, 4, the Bible says, So Abram departed, watch this, as the Lord had spoken to him. How often in life do we find God saying to do something and we give it God's version plus ours in addition to it? Abraham did exactly what God had said to do. Abraham listened. Abraham understood. And Abraham had faith to risk everything to pursue after God. In the second area of faith, Abraham had faith to trust Abraham had faith to risk. Abraham had faith to trust God. Listen to this. Abraham is is 100 years of age. His wife is a good old age of 90. Everybody say 100. Everybody say 90. Spring chickens, eh? And God says, you're going to have a baby. How many of you know they were excited about that thought? Not so much. Anybody here a hundred today? Just just curiosity. Anybody feel a hundred? No, I'm just joking you. <laughs> but just think about this. You're a hundred, your wife is ninety. And the Lord says you're gonna have a baby. <laughs> Folks, I'm thirty-five and I would be nervous about that if God said that to me right now. <laughs> a what? We already got two. What who? What? Where I got to? Any more? Well, two's enough, God. We're good. He says, you're going to have a child. Abraham had faith to risk, and Abraham had faith to trust. You know, God will say things to us today in our life that in the natural sense seem literally impossible. And you know what? With men... Things are not possible. But with God, all things are possible. You know, God today for your life, he can do whatever he chooses to do. One of the battles for many of us is we look at God based on our perception of ourself, not our perception of who he is. When God said, you're going to have a baby, they're thinking, Lord, how can this be? I'm like, I'm way past the age of having kiddos. But you know what? God is not limited in what he can do for your life today. Abraham trusted God. He had faith to trust. Genesis 17, 15. The Bible says, then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you should not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples shall be from her. Abraham had faith to risk. Abraham had faith to trust. And Abraham had faith to surrender. 
Abraham made the final choice to allow God to have all of his life, to give God everything, even, even his son Isaac. In Hebrews chapter 11, we see a summary of the story of Abraham and Isaac. Verse 17 says, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, he offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Abraham gave God everything. God gave to Abraham a promised son. And then God said, bring that son back as a sacrifice to me. You know, when God gives you something, guess what? It's still his. Why? Because everything we have belongs to God. Nothing today in my life or yours is literally our own. We are stewards in this life of everything God has given to us today. Abraham had faith. Faith to risk, faith to trust, and faith to surrender. That last word's a big word, the word surrender. Because see, the key for our life today is to allow God to have every part of our life. Let's talk about you today. Let's talk about not Abraham's life, but let's talk about your life. Where are you at right now? What's going on inside of your head today? What's going on in your house is your life moving forward or have you found yourself in a place of stagnation? Are you in a stalemate? Have you come to the place of accepting average? Are you comfortable with status quo? Or today do you desire to have God move your life forward in a new direction and let God bring you to a place of blessing in your life? Not Abraham. He's in our past. He's behind us. But you today, your house, your address, your phone number, under your roof, in your finances, in your health, in your spiritual walk, what happens today in your life that needs to go forward? Where is your life at today? Let's talk today in closing about you. Today I give you three simple thoughts and keys on how you can advance your life. All of these are seen in the life of Abraham, and all of these have to take place for your life to go forward today. Number one, acknowledge your limitations. Abraham somehow, in some way, it clicked with him that he could be more with God than without God. Today, let me give you a heads up alert announcement for your life today. God can do more with you than you can ever do by yourself. Say it again. God can do more with you than you can ever do by yourself. Today, if you look at your life and say, you know what, this is the best I can do, you're probably right. But guess what? There's more that he can do. Today for your life, the blessing, the favor, the goodness, the freedom of God can be yours if you simply say, Father, this is all I've got. I place it in your hands. Now you do the rest. Abraham made the choice to give God everything Today I hope you'll find in your life, in yourself, there's limitations. But in God, it's unlimited. I think about your life today. I think about the fact that most of us like to do things our way. Anybody here, you're an our way kind of person or my way kind of person? Anybody scared to put your hand up? Let me do it this way. How many here, your spouse is a my way kind of person? 
See the response I got there? Honesty helps all of us. Hear this today. Doing it my way may make for a fun song, but not for a fulfilling life. Today, if you have a heart to have a great life, to move your life forward, do things God's way. Do things based on God's word and do things based on God's plan. Secondly, today in your life, to advance your life, accept God's instructions. Abraham heard the word of God. Abraham did what God said to do. All of us have an internal disconnect. Everybody say disconnect. What's it mean? It means to disconnect, right? There's a disconnect. God says this, I do that. There's a lapse. There's a loss. There's a hunger to be blessed. There's a passion to do good. There's a desire to live with God eternally. But there's a disconnect between what God has said and what we choose to do. Let me give you a challenge across the house today. Just obey. Just do what God says to do. Y'all staring at me. Let's do this. Put your hand up high and say, I will. Say, I will. Do exactly what God says to do. Now, you better know what he said to do. Because I'm going to tell you this, this book is not as easy to live by as we think it is. But you know what? We can through the power of the Holy Spirit. Today for your life, like Abraham, hear what God says and make a choice just to do it. You say, well, Marty, I don't understand it. Folks, that's okay. You can still do it. If we wait for understanding, you probably will miss the blessing God has for your life. You know, I think about growing up as a kid. My mom and dad's here today. Hi, mom and dad. Uh, honestly, I seldom understood what they said to do. It made no sense. Bedtime still doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm having so much fun. Life is so good. It's still, it's still summer. It's still midnight. I can still be up, right? But your parents say, do this. And guess what? You don't get it. So what do you do? Hopefully you just do it anyway, right? And then you find the blessing that comes from obedience, not from understanding. You know, I think about the church culture. Preacher says, serve. You say, well, I don't get that. Well, serve anyway and find the blessing of serving. The pastor says, be in a small group. Well, I disagree with that because you know what? It's just me and Jesus. We are a small group. <laughs> no, you need to get in a small group of Jesus and some devils next to him. I promise you. It'll help your life. I don't understand it. Well, then do it anyway. Preacher says, tithe. You know, uh, I don't understand that either. Well, just do it and watch your life be blessed you'll understand it better in the blessing process. You see, Abraham made a choice to hear the word of God and just do it. Today, third and final, and this is for you today. Abraham made the choice to allow God, and you have to make the choice to allow God to have all of you. Today is about the Word of God. Today is about truth. Today you have heard truth. Today the Word of God is our truth. Everything said today is from the Word of God. But like Abraham, are you prepared to allow God to have all of your life?
Are you ready to go forward? Are you prepared to advance? You say, man, I want to go forward. I want to advance. But God, you can't have that part. Abraham made the choice. And we have to make it today. If we're going to advance forward, we have to make the conscious choice to allow God to have all of us. Can I pray for you today? Father, I thank you today, first of all, for your word. God, I thank you that your word is faithful to us. Father, nothing today speaks truth like your word. Father, our hearts today are open to you. God, we have a hunger for, for the blessing and favor and the movement and the advancement of our life. But God, today, may all of us in our journey, may we recognize the fact that to, to advance, we have to give you everything. Help us now to search our hearts, search our souls. Help us to see the places in our life that we're stuck, a stalemate. Maybe it's our marriage, maybe it's our finance, maybe it's our health, maybe it's our career, maybe it's our spiritual walk, God, maybe it's some other place. But today, God, give us a passion to move forward. In Jesus' name. Today across the house, just keep your head bowed for just one more second today. They're going to sing a song behind me. And I want you to search your heart as they sing. I want you to ask yourself what places in your life need to advance forward. Maybe it's your home, maybe it's your career, maybe it's your spiritual walk, maybe it's your friendships, maybe it's your finances, maybe your body, maybe your relationships. Ask yourself today what places need to go forward. Search your heart today as they sing. I surrender all to you. heard truth and you have to decide how to go from here. I mean, you can, you can receive it, you can take it in, you can accept it, or you can, you know, just move past it. You can ignore it. You can, you can say, you know, Marty's just, he's just goofy today. Or today you can receive the word of God. You know, the first thing God said to Abraham, he said, get out. He said, move. Go forward, go, go somewhere, move something. 
Don't stay where you're at in your life. In just a second, I'm going to have you stand to your feet. And I'm going to ask you across this house today, if you know that you want to advance your life, if you've got a hunger to go forward in your life, I'm going to ask you to get out. To move. To symbolize your passion to go somewhere. By moving from where you're at today in that pew or that chair and come down front. Let me pray with you and pray for you. You say, Marty, why? Because God said to Abram, get out. Oh, by the way, I'm here because I want to go forward. I want to advance. I want my life to be totally surrendered to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Today across his house, I want to ask you to stand. And today, if you would like to go forward, if you would like to advance your life, I'm going to ask you right now to get out. Get out of that seat. Get out of that pew. Get out of where you're standing at. Get out of the place you're sitting at today. And come forward with me. Let's prepare to give our all to God today. Let's give God everything today. Surrender everything today. Give God your everything today. Let's go forward. Let's advance. As you come, put your hands up and begin to worship God. become your Savior. The Bible says that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever that's a me, that's a you we're not perfect we're not clean we're whosoever. He said that whosoever will believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Today across this house the greatest thing you can surrender is to surrender to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I'm going to pray a prayer right now. I'm going to ask the entire house to pray with me. And today I want to tell you by faith in advance, when you pray this prayer of salvation, when you confess your sin, when you acknowledge Him as your Savior, by faith, your sins are gone and your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I confess today all of my sins. I accept today your forgiveness. I receive you now as my Savior, my Lord, and my King. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul, for cleansing me of my sins, and forgive me eternal hope in you. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, you know the great news there today, if you pray that prayer for the first time, maybe a recommitment, I want to give you the invitation after service to hang out and talk to me personally, one of our staff, one of our elders. I'd love to speak with you, hear about your journey, hear about your story, but I want to tell you by faith today, your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You have confidence and assurance of salvation through Jesus Christ. Now the rest of us right now, put your hands up and we'll pray for you. Father God, today in this house, me personally, we have come forward with a passion and a commitment to advance our lives. Like Abraham, God, take us forward. Take us to blessing. Take us to goodness. Take us to favor. Take us to the land that you have for us today. In our homes, our marriages, our church, our community to God, let us today possess the blessing of God. Let us advance our lives. Today we surrender everything to you. Father, we're here today. We got out of the seats. We came forward. We left our place of familiarity. We left our place of comfort and pursuit and passion of you today. We thank you and we expect the advancement of God in our life. We thank you. We love you today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'm going to bless you, send you home, okay? May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face, may his face shine upon you. May his love surround you. May his grace flow through you. And may your life, may today be the first day as the Spirit of God advances your life forward. God bless you. Have a great day. See you back here tonight at harvest time. I love you today. God bless you.